Hello, everyone. I'm Colin Tesser, and welcome to the Recap of Honor podcast. I'm here to talk about all things uh, Ring of Honor. Uh, the company made a huge announcement this morning, and I'm very much uh, looking forward to talking about that and a great episode of Ring of Honor Wrestling that aired this weekend and that will re-air tonight on Fight TV. Uh, before I do, just to remind you all that this show, like everything we do here at WrestleZone, is available on any number of streaming platforms, or at SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, uh, Chances are, whatever whatever streaming platform we use, we've got you covered. So leave a like, subscribe. We appreciate your support. So Ring of Honor Wrestling this weekend uh, was was really an exciting show. We had a, a rankings battle royale. We had a grudge match between Josh Woods and Silas Young. And we also had a, a six-man tag team championship match that definitely um, left me on the edge of my seat and, and really uh, established a new trio in Ring of Honor uh, as a force to be reckoned with and, and someone uh, to, to look out for. So definitely looking forward to talk about all that and more here on the Recap of Honor. So to start off with, let's start with the uh, the pure ranking, the, sorry, the, the rankings battle royale. Now, basically, uh, the, well, this battle royale, it's uh, similar to something AEW has done in the past where it's not necessarily a normal battle royal. Instead, it's basically a battle royal until the final two. You know, the last two uh, men in the match would then face off uh, at some point in the future on uh, Ring of Honor Wrestling to earn um, the chance to uh, enter the rankings of their choice, whether that's the TV division, the peer division, or the world title division. And, you know, I wasn't sure really who to expect here. And then they, they did announce, uh, I think last week on the X files from Kevin Eck, who would be in the match. And just to share who, who was in the match, we got, it was Mike Bennett, Mark Briscoe, PCO, a former world champion, Dan Housen, Ray Oris, uh, LSG, Bateman, uh, world famous CB, also known as, as cheeseburger, formerly Joe keys, Dante Caballero, Eric Martin, and Ken Dixon, all from the uh, ring of Iron dojo, as well as sledge and O'Shea Edwards two two guys that have been really uh, featured on the week by week series. And also Ryan Mooney, formerly known as Ryan Nova. Um, now, I look, I look at that list, and I, and I expect guys like PCO, Mike Bennett, Mark Bristow especially, to really, uh, I would say, that I'd consider them as the favorites. And um, the match did not come down to those guys. And that was definitely a big surprise in my book. And I'll talk about the outcome when we get there. Uh, but the, a big story here was the continuation of the feud with Mike Bennett and the Righteous. Uh, he was attacked by Bateman on, on his way to the ring. And then Dutch, the big newcomer that debuted at the 19th anniversary pay-per-view, uh, also got involved. And they, they attacked Bate, uh, Bennett so badly that he couldn't even compete. He had to be escorted to the back by his friend Matt Taven. Uh, and that cast him down over next week. Next week's tag team championship match. We'll talk about that a little later in the show. Uh, but so that that removed uh, Mike Bennett and Bateman both from the match, where uh, Bennett was removed from for an injury reason, and Bateman was removed for uh, for an injury reason. Uh, a nice way to kind of you know have both guys in the in this match without officially losing, if that makes sense. Uh, you know, for me, um, we, we, we are going to see that tag title match next week. So, you know, I'm curious to see if uh, Mike Bennett can win uh, some gold for the first time since the offering of honor several years ago. You know, he came back in the fall and now this is his first chance to really uh, get get some gold again. So definitely forward to that. And we'll touch on that some more later on. But this was his chance uh, really to kind of climb in the rankings and uh, as a singles competitor and the righteous took that from him. So clearly uh, the righteous and the original kingdom are still going to be feuding um, at least in the short term. And I, I think that's, I'm, I'm happy to see that I've, 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 I've enjoyed the storyline. Uh, it's, it's dated really back to final battle. What 2019 now, and they've really kept it going. Uh, even with the, the pandemic and everything you bring in Mike Bennett and uh, you know, and now Vincent's, a wall for like a better word and bateman's really taking charge here so this rivalry keeps kind of spinning on and taking on uh a different form you know with, with these changes here so i'm curious to see what happens next with that uh, but like i said you know we have you have some of these ring of honor regulars some of these guys you would you would expect to you know uh, go along here uh you have dan house and pco like i said uh mark briscoe especially 
And, uh, you know, the, the dojo students really stole the show here. You know, they, they kind of proved in a lot of ways that they weren't just quote unquote dojo students. Like we, we've seen them in the dojo showcase back in December. Uh, we saw Eric, no, I think that was Ken Dixon, uh, team up with, uh, beer city bruiser in recent weeks. And, but otherwise, you know, a lot of the, uh, these are still unknown players and now they're in there, you know, mixing up with some of ring Honor's best and brightest, uh, and, you know, they were, this is, this is the, a, a great way I'll say to really kind of establish these guys, uh, Caballero, Keys, Dixon, Martin as legitimate contenders. And uh, that all, I think that's also true for Ryan Mooney, who, even though he's been around for a while, um, this was his first match, I think, on uh, Ring of Honor television, like the, the main series, the main, uh, the weekly show. He was on week by week in a match with Brian Johnson. But this was his real return in that sense. So him as well, you know, he, he looked pretty, pretty good in his, uh, I guess, official return, re- return to action, re- uh, a return to action, for lack of a better word. Excuse me. Um, but, you know, definitely some storylines here where PCO squared off with Sledge, you know, trying to establish Sledge, a guy that has been looking pretty good on the week, on the week by week series, uh, establish him as a powerhouse. He squared off PCO. They, they traded strikes. Uh, and, you know, he looked, he, he looked good. I thought I was impressed by him. Dan Housen, you know, Dan Housen is gold. He put on, uh, he was eliminated at one point and then he put on El Generico's mask and re-entered the match. I thought that was a pretty fun moment. Um, uh, last week, Dan ha- Ring of Honor posted a video where uh, Dan Housen uh, kind of recruited PCO to, PCO to officially team up. If you remember, Dan Housen uh, introduced PCO last week on Ring of Honor Wrestling as Brian Johnson's opponent. So it looks like we are getting potentially a, a team up there. But this, in this match, it was every man for himself. So, of course, you know, PCO is going to toss him over the rope like anybody else. Uh, but I am curious to see what happens with that team because I think that, that's a fun pairing of two very dynamic and, and unique personalities. Um, so I, I was happy to see them in this match as well. Uh, yeah, Mark Briscoe, there's uh, a chance for him to really kind of shine on his own. We've talked about it before here on this show, but, uh, you know, Jay Briscoe is usually the, the solo competitor. Mark Briscoe still in many ways used, viewed as the the tag team guy of the two. Uh, and he, he was you know out there brawling, brawling with everybody. He was straight into his PCO, just out there uh, doing his best to win this match. Unfortunately, he did not. Really, in the end, it came down to uh sledge pco uh joe keys and lsg surprisingly um and you know again as i said uh, i would expect of those guys pco to really be at least one of the guys in the finals based on this how this match unfolded instead uh pco kind of he he, uh, he overpowered sledge and tossed him over the ropes and then joe keys and lsg they teamed up and threw him over the ropes uh, to win this match so joe keys and lsg will face off on a future episode of ring of honor wrestling and the winner of that match will enter the rank uh, the rankings of their choice uh, keys has success uh, unsuccessfully challenged jonathan gresham for the pure title so he might opt to choose the the tv title uh, the tv division or maybe even the, the world title division instead lsg i could see entering the, easily entering the the tv division or the peer division as well uh but lsg has kind of really been featured uh, pretty prominently since the ring of honor restart in the fall so uh, i i think he would really be a, a, a worthwhile contender in, in really any division and i'm curious to see what happens next with him as well you know this match is a nice way to really get all these guys on, on the show this week you know we've talked about it here before but when you have one this one weekly show uh, along with week by week you know this is your chance to really be in, be in front of, front of the, the fans at least uh, on a screen and to really kind of you know show your stuff yeah and i think everyone in this match really got, got the chance to do that and you know look, look better for it you know they some of these guys haven't been on show in weeks if not you know really 
months, you know, but like I said, a guy like Ryan Mooney. Uh, and so I, I like this a lot. This is a great way just to show a, a pretty vast uh, spectrum of Ring of Honor's talented roster. So I definitely enjoy this. This is a fun way to open the show. And hopefully we'll get that match between Joe Keys and LSG soon to see uh, which rankings they will enter. And then we'll go from there, of course. Uh, now, other than that, we had a six-man uh, tag team championship match between Shane Taylor Promotions and Primal Fear. I talked about this last week. They announced this match, and I'll admit it, I am not very familiar with Primal Fear. I know they've been uh, picking up some wins on week by week. I, uh, I did I did some research. They've been teaming together since 2016. I think they came from the Monster Factory, a very renowned uh, training facility here in my own home, uh, home state of New Jersey. So, um, you know, by, at least on paper, I was like, all right, you know, this sounds like a pretty good uh, uh, trio here uh, and Shane Taylor Promotions. Um, they said in a, in a pre-match promo that uh, they want to give opportunities to people that may not get them otherwise. So you know, naturally, give give Primal Fear that shot. Uh, in a brief pre-match message, we saw Primal Fear basically say uh, they're hungry. They're hungry dogs. They want this opportunity, and you know they're going they're going to capitalize, and they won't be satisfied until they win the gold. Uh, I definitely got some like uh, very early Shield vibes for UWE fans in terms of when I was watching uh, Primal Fear here. Nothing really specifically, not as if there's like a, a specific comparison with any of the members, just more of the way that they they function like like a pack of wolves in a lot of ways, like that that very gritty, like, you know, uh, they, they were a pretty imposing trio there. And I think they look pretty darn good against uh, Shane Taylor and the, the Soldiers of Savagery guys that have been in there with the Briscoes. They've been in there with the Foundation. Well, some of Ring of Honor's very best uh for months now and, and shane taylor looked at the most vulnerable he has in quite a while this guy you know the self-proclaimed baddest champion in ring of honor um you know he was he was getting kicked and, and they're ganging up on him and a, a couple points it, it did look like we might get a big upset here uh and those shane taylor promotions won with the, the soldiers of savagery uh pinning uh it was hard to tell, it was a little hard to tell the members apart because this was my first time seeing them live uh, but they, the the soldiers of savagery picked up the win, and that was a nice way to show that they are worthwhile uh, members of Shane Taylor Promotions. That Shane Taylor doesn't have to do all the work, uh, and sometimes it feels like as having a world title contender in in your trio, you know, you, you can kind of expect him to be the one getting getting the wins there. Uh, but here, uh, Moses and Khan picked up the win. I think they look great, and I really think they've got a lot of potential. Um, and I I think they they should definitely enter the the do the two man tag team championship picture sooner and later, uh, given how successful they've been in the six man so i like this match it was a lot of fun it was definitely a nice way to introduce primal fear to the the general audience you know maybe your fans that don't always watch week by week uh because in that case for those fans this this probably was the very first time uh seeing primal fear whatsoever and it was definitely a strong debut in that sense so uh i think this is a good way to establish a, good, a new trio in ring of honor and i i think that um i would be curious to see other trios who might try and step up here beyond the stables where we've talked about on the show a lot, uh, the, the stable warfare ring of honor with the foundation, uh, LFI now, now balance unlimited. I'd be curious to see, um, any other trios kind of come up and, uh, you know, challenge the throne here. I think there's definitely a lot of possibility there uh, in, in terms of the, the Ring of Honor roster as it currently stands and and you know, beyond its borders. You know, who, who knows? Uh, when, do you, when do you wonder in that sense, it could really go, you know, anybody could show up, right? Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing what happens next with Shane Taylor Promotions and the six-man tag titles. Now, in the main event, we had a heated grudge match. The two former partners of Two Guys, One Tag, uh, Josh Woods and Silas Young. Young returned at the 19th anniversary pay-per-view 
uh, or it may have been shortly before that, but he he returned in terms of uh, like putting himself firmly back in, into the the mix of things uh, by costing Josh Woods his match with Dalton Castle at the pay-per-view, hitting him with a chair and basically saying, you know, I taught you everything you need to know, uh, or sorry, everything you, you do know uh, in, here as a wrestler in Ring of Honor. Um, and you've got you've got a lot, you've got a lot left to learn. Uh, and Josh Woods obviously wanted revenge. These two guys used to be partners at one point. They're on, they're pretty much on, they're on the they've, they've they had challenged for the the tag titles. Unfortunately, they, they never got to to that uh, the pinnacle of success as the champions. But I thought they were a very good team. And uh, you know, throughout the fall, we saw Josh Woods enjoy a lot of success in the pure division as a solo guy. And then he bring uh, Salas Young back. So naturally the, the direction there to me, I was very much hoping to see this storyline at some point. And now we're getting it. This, this, uh, you know, betrayal from, from Salas Young to, uh, to Josh Woods. And I thought this was a really fun match where, you know, you've got the veteran Salas Young, you've got the young upstart in uh, Josh Woods, uh, one of the most promising guys in Ring of Honor, I, I would say, a guy that I think definitely has a lot of potential, even on a roster that has a lot of guys you could say that of, you know, Dak Draper, many others. Uh, Josh Woods really does feel, I do think he's going places, and now this is one of his real first uh you know, big storylines, right? His one of his big programs uh, with his former former partner, former former mentor in Silas Young. Now, Silas Young, uh, the last real man, used his veteran prowess to pick up the win here. Uh, Young, uh, sorry, Woods uh, locked in an armbar at one point, and Young uh, put his feet on the ropes for extra leverage, seemingly trying to escape, but instead he turned it into a pin. And he stole the win to end the show like that. Uh, so I definitely think that Josh Woods is going to want some revenge after that. And, uh, you know, I'm sure he'll get it or, you know, or at least he'll get the chance in a rematch at some point sooner rather than later. Um, whether it's on uh, Ring of Honor Wrestling or, uh, as a nice segue, on the next Ring of Honor uh, pay-per-view special event, Best in the World is coming back in July. Ladies and gentlemen, Best in the World, Ring of Honor, uh, the best wrestling on the planet is coming back with the best... Um, with best in the world the pay-per-view event this july i believe it is july 11th or, i'm just gonna check my notes here uh but i i thought i think i had said previously uh, last week or so on the show i thought it would be in june but instead we're gonna wait until july build up that suspense even more and uh no, no problem with me. Yes, it was, it was July 11th, um, and um, you might expect that, and, or at least it makes sense in that a lot of other companies right now are really, July is the month. MLW is returning with, with live fans in July. Uh, AEW is returning with live fans in May, and they're really going, you know, up, they're up in the ante here and really uh, hitting uh, everything full steam ahead here. And WWE reportedly is going to uh, return with, with live fans uh, in July, supposedly. that That is the rumor at this point. But uh, now um, Ring of Honor is coming back with uh, live fans on July 11th for the first time since the pandemic started. And I think that's very exciting. You know, the pandemic era has been very unique. It's been challenging for wrestling for everybody obviously and this is a great way to really celebrate ring of honor celebrate all this the progress and the growth that we've seen with the company and the wrestlers and all of it and to really celebrate the return of fans at best in the world always kind of a, a landmark pay-per-view in recent years for ring of honor uh, we, and we didn't we didn't get it last year because of the pandemic so that's very uh, exciting as well and i'm very much looking forward to it uh roosh and lfi were, have been suspended for may so maybe in june they'll be back and we'll kind of ramp up for a world title match at the pay-per-view i am very much looking forward to that it will be held at the UMBC uh, Event Center in Baltimore, which is where we, uh, Ring of Honor has held their pay-per-views recently. Uh, we have the whole the whole write-up on at WrestleZone here uh, with, with our news coverage, and it's also available on 
the Ring of Honor website. Uh, they've released a, they shared a press release about the, the, some of the safety protocols and everything like that. I uh, so definitely check that out for all for all that information. But it's July 11th, uh, and of course here with WrestleZone, with our general coverage and with the Recap of Honor, we'll uh, we'll 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 let you know as soon as we do. Um, when we know more about the the general coverage here, uh, the 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 card and, and the general direction heading into the show, but I'm very excited. I think that's the I've been uh, very much looking forward to Spring of Honor. Admittedly, I thought that we, this was a ways away, based on what we've seen from Ring of Honor so far. Sorry, folks, I'm still recovering from a cold. If you haven't listened to my other shows, you know, you know that I've been uh, sick recently. But yeah, we we press on, so please excuse me. But um, this is very exciting. I'm very much looking forward to it, and uh, you know. Like I said, Roosh should be back in the fold. You've got Jonathan Gresham, you've got Jay Lethal, Matt Taven, all these all very talented people uh, on Ring of Honor, these talented competitors, and I'm very much looking forward to seeing how uh, how it all shakes out, how the card shakes out. And in, in a similar way, I'm curious to see what happens with the uh, Survival of the Fittest Tournament. Ring of Honor announced last week that the Survival of the Fittest Tournament will be back uh, next month um in june that and that's the first time the tournament has been held in several years uh and i'll admit you know that that predates my real uh time like watching ring of honor i of course i'd heard of it i'm familiar with it but uh i've having only started watching ring of honor full-time really in 2019 uh the last one having been held in 2018 i haven't really seen it but i do know past winners include brian Danielson, daniel bryan tyler black seth rollins uh, jay lethal and adam cole so this is this is a big deal especially because the winner of the match uh will receive a feature shot at the ring of honor world championship so you know i'm very much looking forward to that and the latest edition of the x files uh kevin eck writes that this uh, this tournament won a poll in terms of what fans wanted to see return um to ring of honor things from the past though that fans want to see brought back so clearly the interest is there and fans want to see this uh I i'm a sucker for tournaments i think they're a lot of fun and when it's the best wrestling on the planet i think that you know that's so that is very much a winning recipe so I'm looking forward to seeing that. That that'll be a nice way to kind of carry us out through June here, leading into the the best in the world pay per view. So I think that that'll very much be a, a lot of fun to cover, to watch, to talk about here uh, on this show, and just in general at Russell's Zone. So make sure to stay tuned for that as well, because uh, I think that will just be a very fun tournament to see how that unfolds, as um, just in a general sense. Uh, so beyond that, looking at the X Files here. Uh, there's more uh, more action with Women's Vision Wednesdays. We're uh, starting to see some of the the bracket unfold. Roxy, uh, Trisha Dora, Miranda Elise have earned shots at the into the the bracket uh, based on their performances on Women's Vision Wednesdays. We'll see another match this week and likely another um, addition to the bracket there. So you know, slowly taking shape with that. Um, and Angelina Love beat Quinn K last week to earn a bye in the first round in that tournament. So uh, slowly but surely, we're getting some direction in that in that bracket. So I'm looking forward to see what happens there. And I mentioned it earlier, we will see uh, the Kingdom face the, the foundation for the tag titles next weekend. Uh, Matt Taven and Mike Bennett will challenge Trace Williams and um, Rhett Titus. They, they won the titles at the 19th anniversary pay-per-view. Now, of course, the foundation at one point had several of the top titles in Ring of Honor, but uh, they, they've... they've their, 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 their grip on Ring of Honor is slipping. They, they lost the, the, the TV title recently. Uh, they, uh, they unsuccessfully challenged for the world title. So now they're down to the, the peer championship and the tag team championship. So I think this could be a, a pretty darn um, opportune time for the, for the OGK to pull off a big upset here. And it, it wouldn't even be, would not even necessarily be an upset. You know, they're, they're the more established team, you know, that having that history, having that uh, connection with each other, whereas the foundation ha is relatively, uh, I should say comparatively a newer stable, a newer um, alliance compared to the OGK and uh, Bennett and Taven or yeah, Bennett and Taven there. So I 
would not put it past you know OGK putting off the putting off the the upset there and and winning that match. I think that's very exciting uh, to think about what that can mean uh, in terms of the balance of power in this uh, stable warfare. And here in the X-Files, it also says that Flip Gordon will have an interview this upcoming weekend. Uh, we've, so we saw Gordon and EC3 pull off a win over the Briscoes last week, uh, and Gordon cheated to do so, and then EC3, not uh, seeing those dastardly methods, set out the match that... Uh, you know, he he alleged he had pretty clearly hinted that uh, he he's gonna uh, he's gonna hurt Gordon for what he did uh, because Easter Three is very much a guy that's trying to prove the honor is real and Flip Gordon cheating obviously is kind of flies in the face of that. So it looks like we might be getting a little bit of a, a you know a rivalry with EC3 and Flip Gordon here. And um, we will also see a, a pure rules match between Fred Yehi and Rocky Romero. Uh, Rocky Romero has teased that he wants to really uh, be the you know, kind of the flag bearer when it comes to uh, Ring of Honor's collaboration with potentially New Japan and, and other companies, and obviously Romero as someone that has a, a, a lot of connection, a lot of uh, potential sway with New Japan. You know, that's definitely something to look out for if he continues to uh, climb the rankings and potentially win a title. I very, I think that could be definitely um, something that that we see. You know, where he could very well um, open the again. I said this last week, but open that forbidden door uh, potentially. I think that'd be a very fun, uh, fun thing to see how that might unfold um, going forward. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I'm looking forward to the tag title match and uh, whatever Flip Gordon has to say, I'm sure it will be uh, explosive as always. So, you know, there's a lot of fun stuff from Ring of Honor now and uh, not even just fun, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on. Uh, we have the return of fans. Uh, you know, the pandemic era has been really special, challenging, as I, as I said earlier. We've seen these these pure rules matches that have really been kind of built for uh you know this this empty arena style but you know now we're getting fans back and that's going to add more even more energy even more passion excitement uh you know just as i don't think it's crazy to say wrestling is at its best really when you have a live crowd so you know ring Honor has been putting on such a great show uh pretty pretty much every single week for i'll say it's especially since the, the since they returned in the fall so now i think that could get even better uh once we get fans back and uh assuming that you know that's a you know return to normalcy i don't know the exact details yet of course i'll, I'll uh, keep you all apprised as i learn more uh as, as the information comes out but if we get some uh, return of normalcy with fans being here regularly, I think that could be very exciting in terms of having that energy, having that passion, and the Ring of Honor fans, such a big part of Ring of Honor, having them back. I think that'll be a very good thing for everyone involved. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to next week's show for of Ring of Honor Wrestling. I thought this week's episode was very um, was a very solid one. I enjoyed it a lot with the Battle Royale, Woods and Young, and the, the tag title match. So uh, I would expect ne next week's match to be just as good, if not better. So uh, I said every week, but Ring of Honor is rolling. And uh, now, now we've got the, the return of fans to look forward to and the return of survival of the fittest. So there's a lot of stuff to look forward to, a lot of stuff to be excited about in the world of Ring of Honor. So uh, it's a great time to be a Ring of Honor fan and a wrestling fan. So um, just it's all it's all, all it's, it's all in the upswing. It's all good stuff. All, all very exciting things here on the recap of Honor. So this show, like everything we do here at WrestleZone, is available on any number of streaming platforms, or it's SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, uh, whatever it may be we've got you covered. I do the, the Raw post show of John Clark. John and I also cover NXT on Tuesdays. The, the Dynamite Dudes of Attitude cover NXT on Wednesdays. Or sorry, AEW. They cover AEW. Uh, my mind was still on the, the, the AEW NXT Wednesday Night War there, but that, that's no longer a thing, thankfully. Uh, and the, the Dynamite Dudes of Attitude, um, Marcus and, and Dominic, also do WCW written, so make sure to tune in for that. That's a lot of fun for your fantasy booking needs and robert d fleece and i also 
do the SmackDown about on Friday. So we've constantly got a, a great stream of interviews coming at you guys. Uh, I'm interview- I, I, I can at least tease. I'll be interviewing one member of the uh, Women's Championship Tournament this week. I will not uh, reveal who yet, but definitely keep an eye out for that one. That'll be up here on Wrestling Soon. Uh, just you know, keep 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 your eyes peeled and subscribe to the feed. Like I said, wherever you know, whether it's SoundCloud, Spotify, whatever it may be, you know, keep an eye out, subscribe. We appreciate your support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. And remember one thing above all others. To, and that we do here at WrestleZone, and that is to enjoy wrestling. Thanks for listening, everybody.